Welcome to the Rebel Babe Cave, where we chat with amazing women within the worlds of sports, fitness, wellness, and business who aren't afraid to keep it real. Every week, we talk careers, relationships, and most importantly, the practice of self-care. Uncensored and unapologetic, you'll walk away from every episode with real-life takeaways and advice. No BS or fluff. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rebel Babe Cave. If this is your first time here, hi, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been around for a little bit, welcome back. So last week I shared about how I was going to take a little break from personal development. And then literally the day after I committed to that, I went back on it. (laughs) I was introduced to an incredibly intense certification program called Hungry for Happiness. It's 10 months long, 400 hours of time. And the first two months required me to do work on myself. Everything in my brain told me it wasn't the time to do something like this financially, having the time to do it, wanting to take that break from personal development. But, you know, everything in my heart really said the opposite. As a nutrition coach, I know this program is going to give me more of the tools to help women struggling with their body image, disordered eating, and really it's going to allow me to become a masterful coach. The more tools that I have, the more women I can help. And up until the introduction of this program, you know, I had really been feeling like personal development was a mental task. It was something I had to think and work through, but really it's a body and a heart kind of thing. I've been kind of going at it all wrong and I'm really excited to just take a deep dive into healing myself. And of course I plan to keep you guys posted on this journey of mine, whether it be through the podcast, Instagram, or my self-love Sunday emails. Before we get to our guest today, I want to share with you a little bit about my business, Rebellia. I started the company because of a moment I had in a department store dressing room almost five years ago, and I will never forget the feeling of defeat I had that day. Tears burned my eyes, but I was angry. I had just spent two hours looking for clothes with $300 in gift cards to burn, and I left empty-handed. I had been working so hard in the gym, so hard on loving myself and my body, And when it came time to reward my hard work, nothing fit. What bullshit, right? Here I was with new muscles, new curves, and yet again, society was telling me I wasn't good enough. But you know what? In that moment, I knew that I wasn't the problem. I knew there had to be other women having the same problem. And so I set out to fix it for all of us. Our goal is to help women with muscles and curves find cute, affordable clothes that actually fit. We know you work out not just to look good, but to feel good too. You work out to feel strong and confident, and we want you to feel that whenever you put on our clothes. I know it can be a bit scary shopping online, so we have amazingly detailed size charts and descriptions so that you can order in confidence. So if you haven't tried us out yet, we have a little special something for first-time shoppers. With a purchase of $50 and up, you're going to get a free gift. You can choose between our amazing Crush Goals sports bra, the Folio collaboration shorts that we did, or our signature Rebel Babe tank. Check us out at rebelliaclothing.com. That is R-E-B-E-L-L-I-A clothing.com. Now, for our guest, you guys, 
I was so excited for this interview. And many of you in the fitness and CrossFit space have heard of the Barbella box. Well, I got to sit down with the owner and founder and you guys, it is too good. Ella launched Barbella box in November, 2015 out of necessity. At the time, there weren't any subscription box services that provided a fun way to try out new brands in CrossFit, weightlifting, and the general fitness niche. Over the years, Ella realized there was more to this business than helping women try new products. Barbella Box has brought together a community of like-minded, strong, beautiful, and inspirational women now called Barbellas. Ella currently lives in sunny South Florida with her husband, baby boy, and puppy. Ella, welcome to the Rebel Babe Cave. Thank you. Happy to be here. Super excited to talk to you. You were one of the big ones on my list. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, so we like to start things out with what we call goals, gratitude, and badassery. So mm. whether it be for the year, I know we just started, just started the year. So a lot of people have all the, the entire year planned out. So what are your goals? What are you grateful for? And what's something that you've done recently that you're proud of and that's pretty badass? So goals, let's see. We are in the beginning of the year. And so my goal always is to find the absolute best products for our subscribers to make sure that we have the highest quality products. And then we also work with the best vendors. And so that's always fun too. It's my team gets together and we really just scour the globe. New products coming out to market or old brands that just are revamping some stuff. That's always a fun thing to work with. So really the goal is to just make sure we have the best products on the market and our subscribers just really get to try out some new stuff. So on that side of, of it, that's, that's always a big one. So what am I thankful for? This has been a really amazing year. I had my son in August of 2018. And so last year really was just trying to figure out how to do everything. <laughs> and, um, you know, this year I feel like I've mastered the mom business life. And so now it's really just rolling with it and, and making it work. Before we started this podcast, I was saying my son's in the other room and if, sorry if we hear anything crazy happening, but it's been really fun balancing that as well as balancing um, some travel. We've been traveling a lot as well. I just came back from a two-week trip and it's always interesting trying to balance working while also having some family time. So that's something we continue to do. We want to continue to do for 2020 and something I'm thankful that I am able to do. I am able to run this business, be a part-time stay-at-home mom as well and travel with my family. So that's really, really fun aspect to it. Love it. And badassery. This is the one where pretty much almost every woman I talk to has, has trouble. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. I, I think, so one thing that we did that I thought was pretty badass, and it kind of goes in line with what I was just talking about before, which was travel. My We started the business and a year into the business, I was able to quit my job my full-time job, which was as a marketing manager and do Barbella Box full-time. And then my husband actually didn't love what he was doing. He's an attorney and he decided, you know what, let's take a break. I want to... He wanted to switch roles as an attorney. He was doing one thing and wanted to get back into more environmental law. And so he quit his job and we were able to, for two months, go traveling on the road. And I took Barbella Box to the road and did a mix of looking for new products, meeting with different vendors, meeting with different manufacturers, 
as well as just being able to travel the globe, which was just something that I thought was pretty badass. Two months of being on the road. um, And then we did two months in Europe as well. That is super badass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. (laughs) So you talked a lot about like Matt, like you said, you mastered this, this mom businesswoman balance. So talk a little bit about that because we have a lot of moms who listen And that is like probably the number one question I get asked all the time is how does this woman, that woman balance everything, which I know is different for everyone, but I would love to hear what you found. Well, half the time, or I would say probably 90% of the time, I look like a crazy person. I have my hair up in a crazy bun. I'm wearing sweats and I'm running around (laughs) chasing a toddler and answering calls and on my computer. But I think in my definition of mastering it is we all end the day happy. So what works for me, he actually just started daycare part-time. So Tuesdays and Thursdays are my days. I go to the gym in the morning. I have my cup of coffee. I try to get on some kind of routine and schedule, which can be very difficult with a toddler as well. So I know that's something that doesn't always work for everybody, but trying to keep a schedule has been really, really great for me. Um, On the days where I am home with him, nap time is my favorite time of day. (laughs) He goes down for his nap and I'm able to, again, have my cup of coffee, answer emails. One thing I do too is at night, unfortunately, sometimes I have to open up my computer and get some stuff done, but it works for us. Like I said, at the end of the day, we all are happy. We successfully made it through and we just start the next day. I love that. I think that's very, it's a very simple, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of explanation. I think it's a lot of women make it more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and days don't always go as planned either. And I guess being okay with that is a big part of it too. We have our to-do lists. We want to make it through. Okay, you know what? One thing didn't get done today. That's all right. We'll figure it out tomorrow. We'll move forward. I have emails that are supposed to go out at certain times. And I feel like a lot of the times I'm apologizing for delays and getting back to people. But everyone understands. I mean, especially in the fitness CrossFit niche, I find that other business owners have just been so outstanding and they're so easy to work with and they get it. A lot of them are parents themselves. They're running this business. They're just trying to get through day to day as well. And that's, that's a big part of it too. Feeling like, okay, you're not alone in this. Everyone kind of gets it, or at least has some, some idea of what, you know, everyone has their own struggles. So it's cool to see that it is such a small niche community and, and everyone's willing to just work with me on, <laughs> on getting my schedule together. So it's, it's great. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, it's a pretty chill kind of it um, is. realm. <laughs> yeah. I've worked in other markets just in, in past jobs. And this one is definitely my favorite. Everyone's very, very chill. I love it. So you started Barbella because there wasn't really anything out there like it. Hey, I need this. So so I had seen, you know, I was familiar with subscription box model. I actually had subscribed to Birchbox, Ipsy, which are makeup companies. And I was like, oh, it'd be really cool if if there was something in fitness. And I looked it up and there were, there were some general, like FabFitFun was out at the time. And that's a really fun one, but it didn't feel like it was tailored to me. Now I do a little bit of everything, but at the time I was primarily doing CrossFit. And so I was looking for something that would introduce me to CrossFit style products. 
I was also fairly new in the CrossFit space. I didn't really know much about it. And so as a beginner, I was like, okay, what products do I need? What don't I need? What's new? What are those things that people are wearing on their knees? What is that? How do I get those? What are they called? So, you know, there were so many questions when I started CrossFit and I was like, okay, well, how do I get those products? Where do I find them? And that was where the idea kind of started there really wasn't anything like it on the market. Since we've launched, there have been other products that have come out. So we're not the only CrossFit subscription box. And also as we've grown, I wouldn't necessarily call us just CrossFit subscription boxes. As long as someone's using a barbell during their workout, they could use every single product in the box. So it's a little bit more broad than that now. Which is like, I mean, having it be a barbell, a box as opposed to a CrossFit box. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. I find that so interesting too, that you were so new in CrossFit and you still did this because I think a lot of women will say, well, I don't know enough about this to do this or why should I, or, you know, like that kind of doubting yourself, imposter syndrome sort of thing. So I think that's pretty badass that you just kind of, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And it's it's actually funny you say that because I hadn't really thought about it since, but at the time I did feel that way. Yeah. I did feel like, okay, should, you know, I'm going to this, this box, I'm going to this CrossFit box and everyone here has been here forever. And I'm definitely one of the new ones. And obviously everyone is always so welcome. And in, in, in that atmosphere, I never felt like I was an outsider, but I did feel like they knew more than I did. I was learning, I was learning the lifts, I was learning the products and I still, I still went through with it. I still did it. You're right. I think maybe because I was a little naive at the time, it actually helped me out because I think if I knew a little bit more about what it took to run a business, (laughs) the time I'd be putting into it, the money I'd be putting into it, I may not have done it. So I think because I was like, oh, I could do this. Like, Mm -hmm. sure, let me just, I'll just do it. CrossFit, I've only been doing it for a little while. Business never owned one. Let's do it. I think because I was naive at the time, it actually is why I was successful. I think that's like a special element. I don't know, because I was in a very similar position when I started Rebellia. I I actually ran full speed into like the wrong direction. Like the let's throw all of our money in a giant dumpster and like do this the absolute wrong way, but I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. I think the difference between just getting started is being willing to have like a shitty first draft and being Mm -hmm. like, okay, well that sucked. Now what? And that trial and error. Yeah. And I I had one of those failed, I guess, attempts at a business before as well. I started a uh, food delivery service. It was like a meal prep service. Yeah. And I actually, I was cooking the food in my kitchen. I'm not a good cook. I don't know why I decided (laughs) that this was going to be a good idea. I remember at one point it was 3am. My husband sitting on the couch. He was actually studying for the bar. So it was good timing because he was up all night too. And so we're both up all night. I'm in the kitchen crying, (laughs) trying to like finish cooking for, I think I had 30 subscribers, I guess. Oh my God. At the time, you know, that business was really a stepping stone for me. I realized, you know what, business is kind of cool. I actually really liked the recurring revenue element of that and was able to apply that to a subscription box service. And then I realized, okay, no food, food goes bad quickly. Cooking is not my strong suit. You can't deliver it very far either, unless you have some kind of different way of packaging it. I took a lot of what I learned from that and applied it to this model. So I think it's important to fail actually in order to learn and apply and grow. 
That's so funny. Like, I'm not even a good cook, but hey. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I have no idea why. <laughs> I just, I was all about eating healthy and, you know, fueling my body. And a bunch of my coworkers were like, hey, like, you know, could you cook for me? And I was like, I guess so. I guess it's not that hard. And then overnight, it was like I had 30 people that were asking, you know, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that though. Cause it's like a, all right, sure. You know, just yeah. Kinda diving in when I think the norm is let's think about this and overthink right. about this and what could go right. wrong and do I need money and I need to do and I yeah. think just starting like picking a place just kind of yeah starting tends to be you know you can always fill in the blanks later yeah I think that's that's my personality I'm the opposite of my husband in that sense and I think it's good because we balance each other out I'm very like just go for it and figure it out we'll figure it out along the way <laughs> yeah and sometimes it's like a little too much but you know what I learn from mistakes and I'm able to take the good and reapply that and then just make sure I don't make the same mistakes twice yeah I think that's a that's a big one learning le- yeah. actually learning from those mistakes. What would you say was your biggest mistake with Barbella? That's a good question. I've made a lot of mistakes. One mistake that I would say is the biggest just because it had such an impact was in the beginning, I assumed I was marketing a certain person, and the way I spoke through marketing, through email, whatever, I realized that I was actually targeting the wrong type of person. Mm. I I guess that wasn't really a mistake though. It was just me not having the right knowledge of who my target market was in the beginning. But I very quickly was able to realize that... So just to give you an example, at first I thought I was targeting someone who liked curse words, who... I guess just was like kind of grungy and sharp, I guess, like a sharp, I, I don't know. I'm trying to explain who I thought my target market was. And I realized that they, these were women who just wanted to be inspired, who wanted to feel connected and who wanted to feel like they were part of something bigger than themselves. And through Barbella Box, I was able to build that community. And now that's, I think, one of the biggest reasons why people stay on for so long and subscribe for so long is because you walk down the street and you see someone wearing a Barbella box shirt and you're like, Oh, Hey, you know, like, Whoa, that's crazy. Like (laughs) subscriber too. What? I've actually been in the airport and saw someone wearing a shirt and I was too shy to like come up to them because like, what do I say? Like, Oh, Hey, like, Like, Hey, cool. Like, you, you know what I do. You're a Barbella. That's, that's amazing. I didn't. And I, I still think about that sometimes. Would have made her day. <laughs> yeah. No, but I've been at like coffee shops too and have run into people who are like, hey, you're wearing a Barbella Box shirt. I'm like, yeah, you, you, know, you know about Barbella Box? So I think my biggest mistake in the beginning was just assuming who my target market was instead of asking and learning from them. And I eventually did. We eventually got there. I've been talking a lot about avatars and like, you know, your target person and whatever. And a lot of the times there's all this extra info, like, you know, what does Cheryl like to do on Saturdays and what color her nails? And like, that doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I think just like listening is a big part of that. And that's something that I take so seriously. Like if there's a product that people don't like or, if something happens and people are upset about it, I 
dive in and I figure out why, why they didn't like it, how we can fix it. That's, I think, a huge reason why we've gotten to this point and why I I feel like we're successful is because we listen. And so I don't take any feedback. You know, I don't look at feedback as a negative. I think it's so important. Surveys, after boxes go out to see what people think about products and we're taking all of that info and bringing it back. That's huge. That just shows that you care. Like you give a shit about your customer and you want them to be happy because obviously there's that, you know, are they going to be a subscriber for life? Are they going to be a raving fan or are they just going to buy a box and be like, Exactly. And, you know, we're always going to have boxes where people are just, they don't love every product. And I mean, when we're dealing with so many different personalities, it's just going to happen. But as long as we look at what the masses are liking and really listening to what everyone is saying, it works out in the end. I find that really interesting. I just, there's so many parallels here too. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I always thought I was talking to like this jacked, like I was, you know, right. like girl who's just like muscles popping everywhere. Yeah. And I started to realize like, no, my, my customer just wants to be comfortable in what she wears and feel good about herself. And like, she may not have muscles on muscles on muscles, but she still has a problem finding clothes that fit her. And that, that was fit-ish. I'm not even that, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I think sometimes it just takes, it takes trial and error until you figure it out. And then eventually you have that aha moment and you're like, wow, like that's who my target market is. Like that's who my ideal customer is. It makes sense. So what's your favorite part of, because you obviously have a very big, engaged, amazing community. So like, what's your favorite part of that? I have, oh my gosh, I have so many favorites to it. (laughs) The thing that just popped into my head though is, you know, sometimes like being a small business um, and dealing with so many different personalities, we have a closed Facebook group called Barbella Family and people are always talking about different things in there. There are just so many things that they discuss. And sometimes they talk about things they don't like. Maybe they don't like the shipping that we use. They don't like the products that are in the box. So there are times where some people will bash Barbella box in general. And then just before I even have a chance to even see that comment, there'll be like a million girls on there like, oh, but you know, like they're almost like defending the business. (laughs) And that just shows that they feel like they're part of it because they are, you know, they're, they're our core and they're the reason that this is a business. So just realizing that like, wow, like people have our back and they get it. And that's a big part of why I'm in that group because I'm a subscriber. (laughs) (laughs) So it's very true. Yeah. So, you know, that's just the first thing that popped into my head, but there are so many amazing aspects to that community. When I had my son, I, I saw like, there are a lot of moms in the group as well. And I'm a first time mom. And so there were so many things that I learned being part of that community as well. I know one topic that everyone talks about that it's kind of like a taboo subject is during jump ropes or something, peeing accidentally, yeah. like sneezing and peeing. And like, you know, that to me, I, I didn't know about that before I had my son. And so seeing topics like that really made me feel good about my new, I guess, transition into motherhood. And that's something actually we were adding a blog to our Rebella Box site and we've been working uh-huh. with tons of bloggers and there's so many different topics that have been discussed in that group that I've learned about. And so we're looking to expand on, on things like that. That's really cool. Yeah. I love that. Was it intentional to like add the community element or did that kind of just happen and then you went with it or? That really just happened. I want to say it was probably about a year and a half into the business where 
I was like, man, I really want to give these women, because we would receive so many different emails about, I love being part of this community. You know, there's a ton of girls at our box that subscribe, like we all love. And so I really wanted to add that community aspect and have have a way where people can communicate with each other, whether they're subscribed or not. You know, not everyone in that group is a subscriber. And I actually love that because it brings in a different element to it as well. But yeah, I decided about a year and a half into the business that I wanted that. And I created the group and it's just grown ever since. And it's, it's become a whole thing in its own, which I love. Yeah, it's great. It's great in there. Well, I think it's good too that there are people who aren't necessarily subscribers because like some people want to see and learn. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. There are some people who, you know, I talked to somebody that I met at Wadapalooza last year and she was like, Oh, I was in the, I was in the group for so long before I took the plunge. I just didn't know if it was right for me. And I became friends with a bunch of these girls and then they subscribed. Yeah. And what I think is really cool too, is a lot of women have actually met with each other at different events through that group. We have certain people who live in different cities and they meet up to open their boxes too, which I think is really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really fun. It's a really fun element to the business. I love that. They open. That's so cute. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> unboxing parties, I guess. <laughs> it's really, really cool. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> has been, who's been the favorite your favorite athlete that you've worked with that is putting me on the spot because it's <laughs> so different so it's hard I've actually only met in person during the box with two of the athletes I met Katrin David's daughter while we were putting the box together we happened to be at the same event and so we were able to meet in person and talk about the box she's so sweet she was so great to work with and we had so much fun putting her box together what I loved about her box is that it was really meaningful to her and she included a lot of inspiration and quotes that she lives by to include in the box. Um, We had a bracelet in the box that said be the best me and although it was something that was so you know, like a bracelet. It was, it was like a, one of those, you know, the the live strong bracelets. Um, When she started doing CrossFit, she wore a live strong bracelet. And that to her was her reminder to just push through during her workouts. And so she wanted to include something like that. I think that was really special. And so I really liked working with her because of that. Another favorite athlete, I would say is Allison Scuds. Um, she's, she's from Miami. I think she lives in California now, but she's from Miami. I met her through Noah Olson, who actually is a, we grew up together. Yeah. So it just happened to, she, you know, I met her through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with his, his mom on Instagram. Oh my God. She's amazing. Wendy, to me. She's like, Wendy's oh the goodness. best. <laughs> You know, and I loved working with her too, because we got really creative. We did like a fun floral fanny pack, which we hadn't done. And we put a lot of really fun pieces together. So I would say those are my two probably favorite. And then my most recent, I worked with Brooke Entz and she was really fun to work with as well. Yeah. She did January's box. So that was cool. Yeah. That was, that was a fun (laughs) collaboration as well. I love that. See, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. You went through that. Very I, diplomatic. I know, I know. I kept going. I could keep, I'll just say all of them. I can say literally right. a good thing about every single athlete that I've worked with. They've all been so amazing and so much fun. So what has been your favorite item that you've put in there that you're just like, this is just so good and I love it myself? Uh, that's, that's a hard one too. Mm-hmm. The most recent products always pop in my head. We just did a duffel with Vouray 
And that's a really cool duffel. I, I tested that product out for a few months before I took the plunge and, and included that. We just had that in January's box. Let me think. There are a lot of really cool products that we've done. I know after this podcast, I'm going to be like, oh my God, I forgot about that one. <laughs> it's like the best. We actually have a, a lot of really cool products coming up too that I'm very, very excited about. I started actually my own apparel brand that we are going to be... We did a like a soft launch mm-hmm. and we're going to be launching in March. And we've included a product that's going to be in March's box with that brand. And I'm obsessed with it. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a different product than we've done before. So I'm interested to see the reaction that we get. But we'll be wearing them at Wadapalooza as well. I'm not going to reveal too much because we'll have to wait for the sneak peeks. But it's a, <laughs> I think it's a good one. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to be on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see just from like outside looking in like girls go nuts when there's anything Fleo in there. Oh yeah. Fleo is always a big one. Nuts. The born primitive joggers. I already have like five pairs of those (laughs) because they're amazing. And then I was like, well, if they're going to be in the box, I need those too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. I love working with like companies like Fleo, born primitive, chesty. They're the absolute best, best quality and just amazing women as well. You know, I love working with all of them. I love Nicole from the chesty. Yeah. Oh, she's the best. She's the best. I'm like, how are you? <laughs> so yeah. She's in Florida too. So we, we meet up every once in a while. We'll grab a beer together and she's, she's amazing. That's awesome. So how do you feel like, because like you were a beginner yeah. when you started doing this and then now obviously you've been in the fitness space for a while, the CrossFit space. And then also with the company, you've obviously met a ton of people. And so like, how do you think that's changed you as like an athlete and a person? It's been really great for me. I feel like I've grown so much. And it's it's interesting because I've always kind of been a shy person, I would say. More introverted, you know, like sitting in sweatpants on my couch is probably my favorite thing to do. Um, <laughs> glass of wine on the couch, watching TV, like that's, that's, that's me at my happiest. But I've been put in situations where I have to get out of my comfort zone a little bit. I've been speakers at events. I've, I've been a speaker at a few events. I've been, I guess, put in a situation where I need to just walk up to total strangers and have a conversation with them. And I've realized that I actually really enjoy that too. It's new for me and it's exciting and traveling and meeting people or going to these events and meeting people. That's, that's a huge part of this business. And the people that I meet are pretty cool too. So it it makes it really, really easy. That's funny. They're excited. Like I get so nervous talking to someone that like I know from like the internet, but I don't know them in real life. And yeah. nine times out of 10 say something really stupid or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know these, the athletes too, you know, like they're, they're, they're famous, like, especially in this space, like they're, and then you meet them in person. You're like, Oh my God, you know, starstruck. And then you're like, wow, like they're just regular people. They're going through the same stuff we are. They're absolutely regular people. It's really so cool. embarrassing. So I met Steffi Cohen, right? And okay. <laughs> this is what I said to her. You're like so strong. 
<laughs> what? And then I was like, wow, what a dumb thing to say to a chick who is insanely strong and knows that she's... I mean, she is insanely strong, though. So, yeah, I get it. I'm sure she honestly, I'm sure she hears that all the time. People are like, oh, yeah, you're real strong. Like, yeah, and I had no other words, but I was like, I don't know what to say to you because, like, what do you say to someone who's insanely strong like that? <laughs> And like take a oh, picture with you. And she's like, I mean, I'm pretty short and she's like very short. It's interesting too. Everyone always like, oh my gosh, you're so tall. Especially in this space. I feel like the strongest people are always the smallest. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, it's compact and yeah. got yeah. the less, you know, the range of motion and whatnot. My husband has really long legs. And so he's always crying about, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Wobbles, squats, all of those. Not yeah. fun. Yeah. Not fun. <laughs> So we like to close on a quote. Okay. So is there a quote that you're either like feeling right now or maybe something you kind of live by that you can share with us? That's a good question. The first quote that comes to mind is something that we've used on a few apparel items with Barbella Box because I just love it so much, but it's strong is beautiful. And what I love about that is strength can mean so many different things. And so, yeah, strong, strong by lifting weights, strong by doing whatever you need to, to get through the day. That's all strength and all different types of strong is beautiful. So I, that's something that I love. I love that. You're awesome. Barbella's <laughs> awesome. So tell us where we can find you and all your stuff. You can find the Barbella Box website at barbellabox.com. If anyone ever has any questions they want to ask me directly or whatever, I'm an open book. Ella at barbellabox.com. Thanks again. Yeah, like, this is you. super fun. It went by so fast. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I guess I'll see you in Miami. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rebel Babe Cave. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe. And we'd love it if you left a review. See you next week.